Hi. I'm narrating this episode of session two as it was missing, <laughs> as it was recorded with all mics muted for the whole session. Newbie error, big style. So hence this narrated episode taken from my notes, which after all is better than nothing at all. I know it puts people off starting to watch or listen to something if an episode is missing, for me at least, but also other people have mentioned this to me. So I hope you enjoy this stopgap measure. Welcome to the Circle of Dawn. Enjoy. Session 2. Hoenn is destroyed. The date is Rakas 7th, 1518, Throlik year. The path to Hoenn. After walking along a well-worn path with tall grasses, bushes and trees on either side, you notice up ahead six plumes of smoke rising up. From your current position, you still can't see the village. You estimate that the smoke lies approximately two miles or so away. Looking over to your left, you see your first signs of trouble. It appears to be an elf, a dead elf, lying in the brush along the path. A closer look reveals three other bodies, all dwarves. The bodies seem to have been burned or somehow scorched to death. One of the dwarves holds a broadsword, clutched tightly in its dead hands. The blade is stained with what looks like dried blood. After looking closer, you see the dwarf is not simply clutching the sword. It seems the dwarf's hand has in fact melted onto the sword's handle. As your eyes move down along the dwarf's body, you notice that their lower legs are missing and appear to have been chewed off. Between the torsos of the other two dwarves lies a small strong box, which appears singed and scorched. It seems you have discovered the fate of Glane's couriers after all. Before you can look much more closely, you hear rustling in the brush off to the left of the path. Turning quickly, you see three large lizards coming out from the thick brush. The lizards' eyes glow and crackle bright blue as they move towards you. These three creatures are actually lightning lizards, and for an unknown reason to the group at this moment in time, they attack relentlessly and do not try and escape when severely hurt as is normally to be expected when fighting against animals. The group have an horrendous time fighting these lizards. Vanessa is knocked unconscious, but is immediately revived by Cormelan. Rather than getting up as the lightning lizard starts to lunge at her again, she remains prone, rolls underneath the lizard's belly and proceeds to slash the beast and manages to slay it before it has a chance to do her any more harm. She then rolls under a brush for the remainder of the fight, completely exhausted and suffering badly from the wounds she has taken. The battle lasts for several more rounds until the final lightning lizard is slain. The funny part of this is that Vanessa seems to... She's a thief. Uh, she has um, two swords. She has a second attack and second weapon attack. And even she tends to be... Uh, better than most of the fighters that we've had in the group. And especially when she's prone, she's, for some reason whatsoever, the dice gods um, like that and always seem to allow her to make 
amazingly good attacks and not only just good attacks but also um, massive amounts of damage so it has become a common uh, theme within the group when she goes prone oh we're gonna win now that kind of thing going on anyhow back to the narration the circle of dawn takes some time to rest especially Vanessa who uses what healing the group can provide they discuss why these creatures did not flee when they were severely injured, as in their experience, animals tend to run away when death looms. However, no answer is forthcoming. The group then head onwards towards Hoenn. On finding more dead. Continuing to head northwards along the path towards the village, the Circle of Dawn start to think what may have happened to the villagers. Are they too late? What horrors will they find? They see up ahead more evidence of danger. Right in the middle of the path lie three more bodies. This group is comprised of an elf, a dwarf and a human. And each has the same singed and scorched wounds, which tells them it's likely they were killed by the same threat that killed Ghislaine's couriers. Where the previous bodies seem to have been those of travellers, these are not so. These bodies are dressed in farmer's clothes, each carrying only a small sack. Only two of these carry any sort of weapon. One, the dwarf, carries a dwarf sword, still in its scabbard. The second, the human, carries a short sword. None of them wears armour of any sort, making them easy prey, even here, close to their village. The group search the dead bodies, but find nothing of interest or anything to discern who they may have been. On arrival at Hoenn. The Circle of Dawn come to the end of the path they've been following and have at last found the village of Hoenn. Upon seeing the village, it is no wonder Plinane has had no word from anyone here. The village lies seemingly abandoned, obviously the victim of some foul occurrence. The village is made up of 40 or so buildings. Most look to be homes, others are probably outhouses, sheds and storage areas. All the buildings they can see are made of wood with thatched roofs. Many of these have holes in their walls which appear to have been smashed in by some sort of being. Others are either wholly or partially burned and they can see many small plumes of smoke rising from different buildings throughout the village. On searching the village. While searching the village, one of the Circle of Dawn spots someone, maybe a villager, maybe someone responsible for this. Omar shouts, Stop! We are here to help! Don't run! However, whoever it is continues to run further behind the buildings and they aimlessly search for this person, but they cannot be found. The Circle of Dawn continue to search the village and come upon a crossroads in the centre of which is a large area that seems to have been used for a fire. Around this area are five dead villagers and, shockingly, two dead obsidian. Upon searching the group, Omar finds an exquisitely made stone knife the kind that are made by obsidian. Omar takes a long look at the knife, then puts it away for now, only saying what the item is to the group. The Circle of Dawn continue northwards towards a large building that, unlike the others, the smoke plumes from this building are grey in colour and much more steady and as such looks to possibly be from a fire hearth rather than the building being on fire. As they start to approach, the group hear a loud cry coming from the opposite direction. As they go and investigate, they see that the five dead villagers and the two obsidian appear to have been risen from the dead. 
The dead villagers are identified as cadaver men by Kalias, but as to what has animated the obsidian, he doesn't yet know. A fight ensues, and one major oddity shines out. The obsidian attempt to attack Omar, but are not fully committed to the fight. They appear to be holding back, and even when Omar goes to strike, they appear to be making themselves easier to hit. Whilst the fight ensues, the two obsidian speak to Omar in obsidian folk language and say things like, Kill me! Sorry, I can't stop! Forgive me, brother! Help! Help me! Release! Release! Release me! Only death can now free me from this torture! Please release me! They do attack occasionally, and other times they pull their blows, but they are not able to do this every time. Something is forcing them to attack, and they seem to be trying to resist. If they could or would resist, if they were not engaged with Omar, is yet unknown. The Circle of Dawn managed to eventually slay the cad cadavers and the tainted obsidian. On finding the villagers. After fighting the cadaver men and obsidian, and continuing towards the large building which the Circle of Dawn believed to be the village hall, they noticed strangely that this building shows little to no damage at all, unlike all the other buildings in the village. Whatever has assailed the village has seemingly left this one building alone. Why would this be? Why attack and leave one building unscathed? As the Circle of Dawn draw closer, a female dwarf with red hair and, ex and extremely muscular appears at the door and beckons for the group to come inside. Entering the building, inside it is strewn with long benches and tables, obviously the village's main hall for gatherings. There is one door inside leading down to the cellar and the dwarf ur urges the group to come. What to do now? And now, before the Circle of Dawn, lies the heart of their task to discover what fate has befallen this village and, if possible, rescue it from whatever threatens the village. The primary spokesperson for the village is a dwarf woman named Jora Thorin. She thanks them for coming to their aid. She also inquires about Lena, Rihanna and Kor, the three villagers sent to get help that the group had found slaughtered by the lightning lizards. The group are now apparently safe for the evening and have the opportunity to rest, recover and hopefully discover what has happened and how they can help further. All will be revealed in Session 3. I hope you enjoyed this narrated episode. If so, please like or even dislike as you please. And if you really enjoyed it, then don't forget to subscribe to our channels on YouTube and or Twitch or get in touch on Twitter, Facebook or Reddit. You could find us on mostly all social media platforms. Just search for The Circle of Earth Dawn. Thanks for listening to The Circle of Dawn. See you next time. Bye.